Welcome, friends, to the Major Smile Podcast. I'm Melinda. And I'm Carrie. And we're here to make you smile. It's in the name. Hope Mm. you enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Was that for me? Yeah. Or for Kelly? Hi, both of you. Hi. Hello, Hello, ladies. Um, We've got Kelly Matthews back with us, our resident Bible nerd. So fun. Yeah. For me, anyway. We're glad you're here. And, um, you know, we're just sitting here around the... Enjoying the 67-degree weather outside. Sitting around the good old campfire and, you know, just telling stories of... The Bible. The Bible, but... Waiting you know, for our s'mores. Waiting for our s'mores. Oh, s'mores. Did, you, I forgot I, the marshmallows. I don't see any chocolate you or marshmallows. You were supposed to bring the graham crackers, Ugh. did you? Oh, we all forgot. Anyway, um, we are uh, talking about, because it, it is the season, and it's not Christmas yet. I was going to say, what yeah. season are you talking about? It's uh, spooky season. Ooh. So we thought it would be fun to uh, talk about maybe some spooky stories from the Bible. They are there. There are spooky stories in the Bible. There's probably a whole lot more than we're going to talk about. I, how, how is more stories not movies? Oh, my goodness. From the Bible. Oh, God. Why do we not have, Because like, there are a lot of people who in Hollywood who don't know the Bible. It's right. True. That is for <laughs> sure. Maybe. From evidence from some movies I've seen that are supposedly based on the Bible. Yes, supposedly. Yeah. Our advisors. So um, we thought it would be fun to, to have Kelly and come and, and talk about our favorite, some of our favorite spooky stories from the Bible. And uh, yeah, these are just a few of our favorites. What are we starting with? Yeah. What, what, what's this? What? Well, we're in the Old Testament. Might okay. as well start there. Start right? at the beginning. Yeah. Well, not that far back. Well, okay. uh, so we're going to be in 1 Samuel. So this is uh, the book where we talk a lot about the kings, specifically mm-hmm. David. But mm-hmm. this is about Saul, who was the first king. And he was having a rough go of it. <laughs> Saul was kind of a he, mess. He, he messed up quite a bit, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Well, this is when and he was um, realizing that he was in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, so David has run off to be safe. And the Philistines, Philistines, I uh, still don't know. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. So they're, um, they've always kind of been a thorn in his side, mm-hmm. but they're really coming after him now. And so uh, Saul's getting desperate. So we're in chapter 28 of 1 Samuel. And um, it says at verse 1, At that time the Philistines gathered their military units into one army to fight against Israel. Uh, And then later on, it says, By this time Samuel had died. If you remember, Samuel was the prophet who had led, uh, and the judge who had led Israel Mm -hmm. at the end of the period of the judges. And he was the one who anointed Saul as king. And so he's kind of like the spiritual advisor of the nation, right? He's like the spiritual dad. Well, he was old and he passed away. Which is kind of like a big clue, like, oh, it's really bad for Saul now. He's got no spiritual no guidance one, anymore. Yeah. Right. He, he yeah. stopped hearing from, from God. Right. God was just silent yeah. for a while. Yeah. He had, his Holy Spirit had left him. And so, anyway, at this point, Philistines are coming, and he's desperate. So, this is when he decides he's got a, what do you call it, desperate measures? Yeah. Desperate so, times call for desperate measures. <laughs> that's exactly what he did. In the times, they were a desperate. <laughs> so, he decides to... Uh, to go, to, he, he asked his servant, uh, find me a woman who is a medium, which would be like, um, what do you call it? 
a seance. Yeah, yeah. Um, like a, um, I don't even know the right word. What would you call them? Psychics? A medium. That's, well, that's the word they use in the Bible. Well, so, that's what you yeah. Is that yeah. what we call medium. them? Yeah, yeah okay. they're called mediums. They talk so, to dead people, There right? we go. Yeah. Right. Think Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And that, yeah. Right. Gotcha. Teresa, Teresa Caputo from uh, TLC. She has that Long Island medium. That's that's her name. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All okay. right. If you say yeah, so. That's, I don't know that's that what one. she does. That she Lovely. talks to dead but people. That was a no-no. Right? It was. It was a no-no because Saul had made it a no-no it's, earlier. Right. It's it's still a no-no. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but in the nation of Israel at that time, he had made a rule, a law, that there were to be none of that. This right. was back in one of those moments when he was on good terms with the Lord. Yeah. Well, and, and everybody was like, but they aren't around. And so one of his servants says, there is a woman in Endor who is a medium. So Saul, knowing the rule he had put in place, disguised himself. And he went to her so that she wouldn't re- recognize him and think this was a setup or something. Mm, yeah. He really was desperate. And so he told her to consult a spirit and bring me up the one I tell you to. So he specifically wants somebody. Uh, well, she's like, well, I'm not supposed to do this. And she's like, and so Saul's like, no, no, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I <laughs> really? promise. And he okay. even, like, I know a like, guy who knows a guy. <laughs> Who says it's okay? Also, I'm king. <laughs> right. But he was but like, he even swore by the Lord, like, no, I oh, promise oh, on, dear. you know, like, Yeesh. I put my hand on a Bible kind of thing. Yikes. Right. So he's like, no punishment will come to you. So then she says, well, who do you want me to bring up? Samuel. And oh, then dear. Samuel shows up and she screams and realizes, you're Saul. Oh, no. Yeah. And he's like, don't worry about it. Let me talk to Samuel. <laughs> don't worry about yeah. it. <laughs> so, anyway, so Saul and Samuel have this conversation. All right, let's see. We are in verse, verse 14. Saul says uh, to the woman, what does he look like? And she says, oh, it's an old man. He's wearing a robe. And that's when Saul apparently knew it was Samuel. <laughs> like, that's what he looks like. So Samuel asked, why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? And Saul, like, just has a conversation with him. So Like, crazy. no big deal. Oh, and he says, oh, I'm in trouble. The Philistines are fighting. God has turned away. There's no more prophets. There's no more dreams. All these normal ways that God would communicate with people. They're all silent. So he has mm-hmm. resorted to this really bad idea. Mm. Bad idea. And Samuel's like, well, since the Lord turned away from you, um, why are you asking me? He's doing exactly what he told you he would do. And basically, Samuel kind of tells him, put your affairs in order because tomorrow you're going to die. Right. Oh, dear. Right. right. Oh, see. Like, see, still yeah. never a bad idea. Don't. Never a good and, idea. And Sorry. that does sound like something Samuel would say, right? right? Yeah. Because, yeah. Well, he was very He told with... you this is what's going to happen. Yeah. So, he kind of It's kind of happening. If I, don't, do you think he was, like, really mad, Samuel? <laughs> like... He sounded really irritated to me. Who woke me up? Like, I I just don't want to be here anymore. I've already died. I'm in heaven. I'm with the Lord. Speaking of morbid conversations, (laughs) I I told Brenna, I said, said, Brenna, when I die on my tombstone, I just want it to say, and she rested with her ancestors. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) As I read through the Bible this year. She I just was buried with her and, father. And yeah, rested. and she rested with her. <laughs> and so he's saying, "Why did you bring yeah, me up? Yeah. I was at." Yeah, I know. One of my favorite parts of it is he says, "Tomorrow, you and your sons will be with me." 
Dang. Right? Ouch. Yikes. Yeah. And and then Saul fell flat on the ground, terrified by Samuel's words. As well he should be. Right? Right? So yeah. Shame on you, Saul. So never a good idea to go around God's rules, even when you need answers. That's right. Ooh, God's the only place Mm -hmm. you should be looking for answers and peace and and all that good stuff. So, okay, Okay. so that's Samuel and Saul and the Witch of Endor. (laughs) 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 Dude, no, uh, you can do a better cackle laugh than that. It's like the it's like the Wizard of Oz that oh that laugh yes there you go terrifying when I was a kid my little pretty I yeah can't I can't do, do you like hide in the bushes on Halloween yes <laughs> I wish no I don't like to be scared I don't like like I before a scary movie I have to Google all of the jump scares in that movie. I will go into it eyes wide open. Oh, wow. I will. I need to be prepared. So yeah, I just yeah. don't watch them. Yeah, yeah. How I, I deal with that. Don't. We I we don't. actually do, but it's hard to find family friendly scary movies anymore. Yeah, <laughs> you really can't. And I, I mean, make I make Melinda go see them, and then we have story time <laughs> with Melinda. She tells yeah. me the story. Of okay, it. so I'm gonna out a friend of mine here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She maybe I just won't say her name. There you go. There we go. Yeah. She loves scary movies. Okay. And she will if she ever listens to this, she will know exactly who uh, she who is. She is. And you know so who she you are. loves them and she's always looking for a new one. And oh, about two, three years ago, she discovered that my husband loves scary movies. Oh, she has a buddy. And so they have this little, like, Facebook yeah. Messenger thread yeah. going, recommending movies. And, you know, scary is it any good? Oh, yeah. it's terrible. Or yeah. whatever. And then it's hilarious to me. Oh, how funny. So, yeah. yeah. Like, okay, I'm uh, going to have to get in on that. that. You need to bring Melinda into the club. Because I, I definitely have definite rules. They have yeah. to be a certain kind of scary. Okay. I don't I don't like. She don't yeah. like gory. No, yeah. I don't like. Slasher type. No. They like the intellectual, yeah. they're yes, psychedelic. Yeah. Probably more on the level of, we're getting way off yeah, topic. Yeah, I know. It's okay. Um, it's sixth okay. Sense or something yes. like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah. kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What's but, that anyway. one with the... Silence um, of the Lambs. The Others. I thought that was pretty good. Oh, that was good. Yeah, Nicole Kidman. All right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay, okay, so next story we have... We're in Ezekiel. Also in the Old Testament. It, yeah, still in the Old Testament. In fact, three of ours will be there. So we're in Ezekiel 37. Now, Ezekiel's kind of a wild and crazy prophetic book. Yeah, And it's just... Yeah. Hard to understand. Yeah. It is. So, this just saying. Yeah. Uh, so, chapter 37, he's talking and telling stories about how the hand of the Lord was on me, and he brought me out by his spirit, capital S, mm-hmm. and set me down in the middle of the valley. It was full of bones, which does not sound pleasant. Yeah. yeah. He led me all around them, and there were a great many of them on the surface of the valley, and they were very dry. And then he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? And I replied, Lord God, only you know. Yeah. I just love that. Yeah. I I'm not you. That's why. So (laughs) verse four, he said to me, prophesy concerning these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Okay. We're... If y'all get the, is there's a song, right? Dry bones. Is it? No, it's the word of the Lord. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. No, no. I don't remember. Oh, um, anyway, it's probably an old, like, I don't know, folk song. Yeah, it's just, probably. It, that's yeah. what this makes me think yep. of. And it says, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Lord God says to these bones. I will cause breath to enter you and you will live. I will put tendons on you, make flesh grow on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you so you can come to life. And then you will know that I'm the Lord. So I prophesied as I had been commanded. And while I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound. 
and the bones came together, bone to bone. And as I looked, tendons appeared on them, flesh grew, and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Okay, right there. I'm like, that's very gross. <laughs> uh, that's disturbing. You that would is have super seen disturbing. my tracks. Yes, the dust. Yeah. There is a Melinda-shaped hole I through the wall. Yeah, prophesying if if I had that gift while running away, just not looking. Just a don't. puff of smoke yeah. with Melinda-shaped outline. Yeah, don't make me look at right. it. Right. This is what the Lord God said: Breath come from the four winds and breathe into these slain so they may live. So I prophesied as He commanded me, and the breath entered them, and they came to life and stood on their feet, a vast army. Do you remember that scene from Indiana Jones at the very end hmm. of the first movie? when the, they opened the Ark of the Covenant. That yes. terrified and me. And all melted off their oh, faces. Yes. It's like a reverse of that. I, I, so I slept in my parents' room on the so floor gross. by their bed after disturbing. seeing Steven that Spielberg. movie. We were way too young to be yes. seeing that. Way yes. too young. Well, and y'all are five years young. I was in junior high, <laughs> I think, and I still slept on the floor. Anyway. Now we're like, what classic movie? Okay, and the purpose of those bones coming together for an army. I what. I well, remember. You want the next verse? Yes. Yeah. It says, I, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Look how they say our bones are dried up. Um, I'm going to open your graves and bring you up from them, my people. So basically, he's a prophet to the exiled people. And he's saying, I'm going to take you from death to life and bring you back to the land oh. one day. So that's it's, uh, a, it's a visual yes. of what they are right now. Yeah. See, I, I would have missed that them. visual again. I would have been running the other <laughs> yeah. direction. Yeah, yeah we well, do get a little bit, you know, <laughs> caught up in the imagery. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But I mean, seriously, when you start to visualize that, that's disturbing. <laughs> yeah, that scary. Really, so yeah, boy, God but is see, so good visual. Writing, is good writing? Yes. yes. Makes yes. you feel like that. Yeah. So. Oh, it is. The Bible it is, is very, very good. good. Writing. Yeah, it's a well-written book. <laughs> yeah, as a student of it, don't you think? It's... <laughs> All right, what do we have next? We're in Daniel, so not too far, just a little bit further uh, down the road. Speaking of crazy books, of uh, weird another and, one, and, and we're not even going to get into there. the prophecy. Yeah, right. no, that is like, we don't ooh, even need to. Yeah, to have crazy, yeah, you know, spooky stuff. So let's see. We are in chapter five. Mm-hmm. And this is when King Nebuchadnezzar has already come and gone. Uh, So Daniel's an older man. And the next uh, king is Belshazzar. Mm. And Belshazzar liked to partay. Yeah, I did. He was a a partier. But he he didn't get a cool song. The bunny. The bunny. (laughs) Poor poor Belshazzar. Well, he got something else. (laughs) So he had a big old feast. um, And he had thousands of nobles. And he drank all the wine in their presence. And then on, okay, this is another lesson. Don't drink too much. Yeah. Under the influence of the wine, Belshazzar gave orders to bring in all the gold and silver vessels from his predecessor that he had taken from the temple in Jerusalem. Uh-huh. So right there, you're like, okay, God's not going to be happy with right. this yeah. because they've taken precious, they're, they're basically treating them as normal yeah. every day when really they're holy, they're right. supposed to be holy items. Yeah. Uh, so again, these are the people uh, who are in exile in Babylon. Yeah. Okay. So still during that 70 years. So while this is going on, and they're just drinking and eating on these holy items oh, as if they were regular right. everyday Not dishes. good. Boy. Right? Yeah. Okay. So at that moment, the fingers of a man's hand ah. appeared and began writing on the plaster of the king's palace wall next to the lampstand. As the king watched the hand that was writing... 
Melinda, you'd You're appreciate right. this. His <laughs> face turned pale and his thoughts so terrified him that he soiled himself and his knees knocked together. The king shouted to bring in the mediums. They're still doing oh, it. Uh, the Chaldeans, the yeah. diviners. And he said, whoever can read this inscription and give me its interpretation will, you know, have all the riches and yeah. all the honor. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Like, that's his answer to everything, yeah. right? Just throw money at it. So they, uh, don't we still have? Yes, Never still mind. Okay, it. I'll stop preaching. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so they all came in and tried, but they couldn't figure it out. They did not know the interpretation of it. And he became more terrified. His, ta- his face turned pale again, and everyone was bewildered. Well, the queen came in because she heard all the ruckus. And she says, hey, there's a man in your kingdom who has the spirit of the holy gods in him. Uh, in the days of your predecessor, talking about Nebuchadnezzar, uh, he was found to have insight, intelligence, wisdom, all this stuff. So you should go get him. Yeah. His name is Daniel. So they brought him and said, hey, are you Daniel? Uh, I've heard that you have you know, insight, intelligence, and wisdom. So Daniel uh, answers, hey, keep your gifts, keep your rewards, give them to somebody else, but I'll read that inscription for you. (laughs) It's just like, oh, these poor guys. Okay, so over to verse 25. This is the writing that was inscribed, Meany, Meany, Tekel, and Parson. Meany means God has numbered your days and brought them to an end. Uh, in the days of your kingdom. Yeah. Uh, Tekel means you have been weighed on the balance and found deficient. Mm-hmm. This is like yeah. reminding me mm-hmm. of Saul, yeah. right? And then um, Parson means your kingdom has been divided and given to the Medes and Persians. Well, at least Belshazzar like fulfilled his words and he had Daniel all decked out. Yeah. And he was like, okay, you told me, I t- I'll, you know, I'll do what I said I would. Yeah. And then that night he was killed. Oh, that the beat is yeah. I, I say. Oh, so that was that was the end of that. Yikes! Yeah, can you imagine just all of a sudden a hand? Oh my and goodness. that's where we get the handwriting on the wall. Yes, isn't that is fun? that in that where mm-hmm. I've heard that you've been weighed, you've been measured, and mm-hmm. been found and wanting? wanting. Yeah. Is that where that comes? Yeah, from we get too? a lot of our yeah. sayings from scripture. From scripture. So, oh, that's mm-hmm. creepy. He probably could have ran out of the hall if he had not imbibed so much. Well, yeah, yeah. well. <laughs> I just found that an amusing description of how he reacted. Yes, yes. So. All right. Again, What good. do we have? We're going to move on over to the New, New Testament. Testament. Yeah. Yay. And um, I have the one about Jesus. Was there another one we were going to do? Um, well, I have I have my favorite one. Let's oh, do yeah. Jesus, okay. and we'll then I'll, Jesus. I'll tell mine. So we're in Matthew. Um, so he does lots of cool things in Matthew. He does lots of cool teachings, and then he feeds the 5,000, right? So mm-hmm. that was a big miracle. Yeah. We find that in every gospel, but in Matthew, afterwards. This is a ghost story, It really, It really is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, and so verse 22, chapter 14, verse 22, it says, Immediately he made the disciples get in the boat and go ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. And so that's the crowds from that big lunch they had. Yeah. So after he did that, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. And he did that a lot, right? Mm -hmm. But the disciples are heading across the Sea of Galilee in their boat. And well into the night, he was there alone. And meanwhile, the boat was already some distance from land, battered by the waves because the wind was against them. Sound effects. It's the middle of the night. The birds are there. No seagulls. They go to sleep at night. Sorry. Okay. Okay. So yeah, it's dark. Waves. You've got wind, uh, winds coming after you. You've got you kind of splish splash going against your boat, and yeah. you're getting really nervous. 
Meanwhile, Jesus came toward them walking on the sea very early in the morning. When they saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) It's a ghost! They said, and they cried out in fear. And immediately, there's a lot of immediately. Yeah, yes, yeah. (laughs) Jesus spoke to them, have courage, it is I, don't be afraid. And Peter, love Peter. I know. He's like, if it's you, Lord, command me to come out of the water. Jesus said, well, come. Come on. (laughs) So that's where we get the story of Peter walking on the water. Like, really, he did it. And then he looked down and and started sinking. Yeah. Which is kind of what we all do. Just, yeah. Yes. But he got out of the boat. But he did. did. You got to get out of the boat. He was always the one that was so encouraged. Like, never will I deny you. (laughs) I would never. Yeah. We call that impetuous. <laughs> yes, yes. Impetuous Peter. Always yeah. willing to try. Yes, yes. yeah. So. The guy that carried a sword around. But they yeah. literally thought he was a ghost. I mean, but I guess you would. I you would just saw something it, yeah. coming across the yes. ocean on you know, the That dark. would be, that would Freak be out. super cool. And it happened to them again yeah. <laughs> where they saw him. Yeah. You'd think they would learn. My, um, so we were out of town over the weekend and my sister stayed at my house mm-hmm. and, um, my son did not know that she was here. Oh, no. And so he came to spend the night at our house and oh, was whoops. going to our guest room. And my sister was in there. And it was like 1 or 2 in the morning. And she, he opened the door. And her dog was in the bed with oh, her. No. And, the, you know, when dogs do that thing yeah. of her. And yeah. they get really still. And they do that low guttural mm-hmm. growl. And her dog did that. And then she looked up. And there's this figure oh, standing oh, shadowy figure and I said, did you scream? And she goes, no, I couldn't. I couldn't. No sound. (laughs) And she said he felt horrible. He felt (laughs) so bad. And he goes, well, I texted you like at midnight. And she goes, Graham, (laughs) I'm an old woman. (laughs) I go to bed at 930. (laughs) Okay, before we get to this last story, (laughs) talk about things that go bump in the night. That's so funny. You just just told that story. The other night, I get up in the middle of the night, as so often people mm-hmm. our age have to do now. <laughs> and uh, in the the hallway bath is closest to me, the little powder room bath. Yeah. And I have a little nightlight yes. in there. Yeah. But I remembered we ran out of toilet paper in there. Oh, so I no. made the trek around the end of my bed in the dark to yes. my bathroom. <laughs> and I go in there and get ready turn around to sit down and i hear a scream and greg is already in there sitting down and i plop down on his lap and then i mean i jump up scream and fall to the bottom of the bathroom floor he's screaming we're just both there screaming at each other and finally one of us comes to our senses it was greg and he grabs my wrist and he goes melinda melinda it's me it's me i was like i don't care i I mean he was trying to get me to stand up and calm down and i was like give me a minute even though I know it's my husband, I still need a moment to recover. Okay? It's like, you go on. Oh so we gosh. sat there keeping each other company while he finished up me on the floor. And uh, things that, you know, the have night lights. Yes, the horrors of the night. Of marriage. It's a horrors. That's a horror story that happens in the night oh. as you get older. Oh, golly. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, what you feel were we talking about? Oh, 
Oh. It was terrifying. Oh, I just have to say he took years so off of my life. Funny. Now back to the Bible. Oh <laughs> <laughs> now back to stories. Story. I want to learn that that voice that we oh, said that that NPR oh, voice. And now stories. back to stories from the Bible, the Bible. that will scare us. Wait, did you have the next one? Or did yeah, Kelly? no, I just, I, there's one that I've always thought was pretty creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, oh, I have it written down. It's, it's in, um, it's, well, it's after Jesus resurrects, mm-hmm. uh, after his resurrection. And, and, uh, and in Matthew, is it Matthew, I'm looking, I think, I'm uh, where he, after his resurrection, uh, other dead people came and were resurrected as well. And I actually, it was after his death. His death is oh. on the day that he died. Oh, oh. yeah. It says so. Yeah, it is Matthew twenty-seven, okay. and it says um, uh, he cried out, and then uh, with a loud voice he gave up his spirit. So verse fifty. Suddenly, the curtain of the sanctuary was torn in two from top mm-hmm. to bottom. Which was also scary. Very. Mm-hmm. Imagine being out there. Because it was wild. Yeah, especially when you know how that was made. Thick. It is so thick. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, the earth quaked and the rocks were split. So you have an earthquake going on. Yeah. The tombs were also opened. Oh and many goodness. bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. Oh and goodness. they came out of the tombs after his resurrection, entered the holy city, and appeared to many. Wow. Can you imagine? What happened after that? Yeah, that's Does my question. Does it say question. where they, do they what disperse? To that's going to be a question. Get another get few heaven. years of yeah. life? or Like, can you imagine just seeing it? Grandpa? Is that, <laughs> is that you, Grandpa? Wait, what? Is that, like... I sure hope they I look forget. better, you know? I forget yeah. that. I know. I would be, I still, I again, would, I would be I mad. Like, Where's my new body? Yeah. I, like, I died Where's once. my I'm skinny, not, size I mean, two body? <laughs> <laughs> I read that. That's in scripture somewhere. It's, it's how it's what's life going to be in heaven. I kind of see the size body. too after the new body part. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think that's in there. That's not going to happen in the Bible. And those are happen. just a few scary stories. And um, the last one that we have, you can go read it for yourself. It's the entire book of Revelation. It's scary. Um, but there's Don't also, give away the ending. Okay, no. <laughs> oh, no, uh, but that's a, a good part. There's a, there's a big plot twist. I think, yeah. <laughs> 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 At the end. <laughs> but no spoilers. Um, yeah, so uh, thanks for hanging out with well, us. Sure. Telling us some scary, hmm. spooky stories. And I'm going to finish these s'mores off. And, what s'mores? And, uh, hey, know, the ones didn't you didn't bring to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. I'll bring them next time. But, yep. Okay. Well, um, happy spooky season, everybody. And, uh, Kelly, we'll see you next time for Christmas. <laughs> we'll talk about happier things. <laughs> Well, that was fun. Always. And spooky. Woohoo. <laughs> but we need to end this spooky time. On a up on a upbeat beat. good word how you know. Yeah. Okay. So when what, the spooky comes, what do we do? What does the Lord there say? There we go. That's yes. what it is. When the spooky comes, yes. what does the Lord say? He's always got a, a message of hope. Yes, he does. So we're gonna look at Psalm ninety one. And I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but okay. it's a great psalm all the way through. So here's part of it. Okay. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. 
Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. And then jumping down to verse 14. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. Mm. He will call on me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Wow. Thank you, Lord. That, I just feel better I already. I do. I don't. Like, I, I've just yeah. washed that spooky right off. You just washed that spooky right out of your hair. Because you know what? God is bigger than the boogeyman. That's right. He's bigger than Godzilla and the monsters, monsters on, on TV. TV. Oh, we are moms sitting around this table. <laughs> Remembering those days. And he's watching over you and me, like it says in Psalm 91. There we go. Yeah. Well, thanks for hanging out with us today. So that was fun. so much fun. And I love the word. I love I love his promises. Um that he makes good promises. And, and we love it good. that you join us to listen to these stories. Yes. Our friends out there. Yes. Please uh, go give us a like on Apple Podcasts. Because the reason I say that is because I think that's the only one that I know of that you Spotify. can go. I listen to you guys on Spotify. Do you? But I don't think you can rate us on Spotify. But if you save it as one of your podcasts, then yeah. it's like the same thing. They Okay. Ah. Do that then. So follow us. On Spotify, because I know you can do that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, and uh, if you have a favorite verse that means a lot to you, let us know. You can be featured on our podcast. Um, we would love to know what's in your heart. So thank you so much. Have a great week. And yep. guess what? What? Jesus loves you. You can't mess you that can't up. You can't mess it up. Okay. You just, just can't, can't do it. It's never going to happen. <laughs>